of us here. You can see our names in the boxes. Tonight, we're talking political correctness in the left wing. So the question is whether or not we're talking something that actual is, is something that's real, something that's reality, or is this some agenda-driven thing, this idea of political correctness and this idea of wokeness that's going on and, and usually promoted by what's called the left wing? Is this something real or is this agenda-driven, meaning that there is a group of people or governments that are really trying to um, indoctrinate, look good. look good and indoctrinate to set a, set this up as what, what would be considered a new cultural norm, so to speak. So I know when I grew up, political correctness meant something completely different than what it means now. And here's a very interesting thing that I found. How about this? Uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say this, and then I'm gonna throw it back to you guys. So, if you look up political correctness, at one time, according to Wikipedia, it was associated with the dogmatic dogmatic application of Stalinist doctrine. Not such a a ringing endorsement when you think about it that uh, somehow it was That's related to Stalin. <laughs> So, um, and if you think about it today, what's going on in the world today, when you see what's going on, let's say in the U.S. and In the U.S. you cannot say uh, Happy Christmas, I heard. No, I'm saying, well, so you can't, of course not. Me? I can say whatever yeah. I want. I don't work for you no one. You can say it. But, no. Yeah, but what, what ends up happening is those that are both politically correct on, on one spectrum, and then you have people who think they're correct and another spectrum. This is what happens today. What, what these things are used is as hammers. Even in Judaism, we have halakha that's totally unrelated. There's nothing politically correct about the Torah, but the Torah has certain rules and regulations for the way we treat each other. And certainly we're not supposed to take a hammer and try and uh, hit somebody over the head and silence them because they say happy Christmas or because an Israeli who's never seen a Costco walks into Costco and sees all these things and thinks it's funny to put a, a Santa hat on and take a video. And so the entire internet blows up because- It was oh, on target. It was on target. It was a target. Sorry, <laughs> target. In, 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 uh, in Costco, we just hugged the gigantic bear. But on, uh, yeah, but um, on and Target. Walmart, we used lightsabers and we had a sword fight in the aisles. Look. Uh, <laughs> Luke. <laughs> okay, Luke. yeah. Anyway, so, so my point is that what, what we have today is we have a situation where Stalin and Marx and socialism and everything else, this is where those things came from. And this is how Wikipedia describes political correctness. So you have, I, I personally never thought of it the way you brought it up to me when you first, you know, suggested that we discuss this topic. I never thought about it that way as, as something that's really agenda driven, that almost um, there are groups that are trying to set this up as a new cultural norm. What say right. you guys? 
So I think that uh, Rod will uh, will will pitch the next. After you or before you? Okay, I ball. got it. <laughs> yeah, the what, big one. What do you want? Okay, so I I just want to say something that I think that is um, is important. I think that um, it can become a very easy um, weapon to shut other people's mouths with. It's like you tell him like you're hurting me and like um and from that moment and on if the other person has a little bit of sensitivity of humanity within him he will start being careful with you he doesn't want to hurt you and he will start like asking oh can you please explain to me what have i done say no this topic is very sensitive you don't know like i'm i'm, I'm my parents myself my emotions my feelings whatever you immediately you burst into into his heart and he doesn't want to break your heart he doesn't want to hurt your feelings he never intend to do anything like that he just wanted to to say his opinion but because that you played that game of being super super extra ultra sensitive now you are unreachable no one can talk to you you are a fragile creation you are divine and gentle and kind and supreme and 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 almost uh, holy not to be touched why because you're sensitive I, it's kind of um it sounds to me like a weapon it, it works you know it, it works in society in many many in many many places i can say for an example in israel the right wing won the election it was a legit election all the people a very high percentage of the population came and voted also the arab israeli arabs came in very high numbers to vote way more than usual and in the election the right wing won but today the minority the small amount of left people the people from the left wing they are making such a noise as if something was stolen and taken away from them and they're causing um, um, like riots almost in the streets it's like reminding me of the black life matters uh, demonstrations that took place when we were in the us like mm -hmm. many situations that were even worse than the death of a person we're not going to get into that story with details but there were many many situations that were worse and they did not cause those riots they did not cause that chaos and it feels like someone was pushing those uh, situations for different reasons we see that with the corona people are using it to to promote certain agendas and the vaccinations are being used for certain agendas and the war with Ukraine are being is being used for certain agendas promotions and now they're shooting down UFOs across the world in China and above Canada and now there are you we are being attacked now from the sky with UFOs like, come on guys like it, it, it those are such like it's like one lie after and the third is coming and the fourth and the the climate crisis like we never had winters before and like we never had summers before it's like the it sounds to me like uh, someone thinks that we're idiots
Yes, Rod, did you want to say something about the topic? I, I'm excited to say something about it. I just would never want to speak out of turn. I, I, I'm, so honored, I'm so honored and appreciate being here, honestly. You know, I, I've, I really struggle over this whole thing because, first of all, as Ira said, it's important that we treat people with kindness and respect and loving kindness and uh, not to, uh, to be uh, socially incorrect. But here is... Here is my thing. We're living in a society that is vacant on a large part, vacant with very strong ethnic, uh, I'm sorry, uh, uh, ethics and morality and uh, a, a social uh, network that guides them along to great relationships and great outlook and great wisdom and and instead, what's happening is it seems that this other side being sort of empty of uh, a sense of godliness and morality and ethics, they develop their own pseudo morality and ethics. And it's a moral outrage now to say someone's pronoun incorrectly. Uh, they, they have the kind of outrage that really pious people need to have about goodness. The problem is we're living in such a world of illusion right now that even the pious people don't know which end is up. That's why we've got to keep focused on what is real and what is true. Obviously, I don't care what sexual orientation, religion, it doesn't matter. Everyone should be treated by equal respect from us. But at the same time, I'm not living in an illusion. I'm not living in an illusion. So when someone says that you have to mandate from the government what is politically correct and how I should talk and how I should speak, you're in a delusional world, not me. I don't have to live by your delusion. And I choose to stand outside of that and live according to, as an atheist friend of mine says, your own delusion, which is your connection with a pseudo-God. But I say it's the only sure illusion out there is the one that manifests itself in goodness and kindness. And I don't know. I just kind of think sometimes it's just a big smoke screen. It's not, they're not trying to change the world. They're wanting to change everybody to their views. Yeah. So this idea of mutual respect that you talked about, our tradition in Judaism is clear that we're supposed to respect. And um, all people, because everyone is created in the image of Hashem, right? Mm -hmm. But as you said, things are taken to an extreme. So if we look at the idea that every human being is created in the image of Hashem, in the image of God, then we know that that person deserves a certain level of compassion and sensitivity. We know that the world was created in order for Hashem to show mercy and to show compassion to us. So we're supposed to mimic those midot, those characteristics of Hashem, right? So we know that's true. Um, and we know that... Um, that at the same time that our code of behavior that we were given in the Torah um, makes clear that certain things 
are okay and certain things are not okay. So I, I'm going to go out on a limb here because we were talking controversial and you brought it up. You brought up, you used the term sexuality. So look at that. We know that this is certainly true when it comes to matters of sexuality because Hashem, God makes it clear in the very first parsha of Torah that he created man and he created woman and he ordained the institution of marriage. We know that. So when it relates to the Torah, um, society may change and the perspectives of society and culture may change, but that has no bearing on what's right and wrong as it relates to the Torah. So sensitivity and compassion, of course, we should have that. But approval, absolutely not. We, we can't approve of something that Hashem says is not right. Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakai used to teach a lesson, and whenever he would start the lesson, he would he would start with the words, Mi chacham, who is wise? And so on that question of who is wise, the Malbim, you know, one of the great commentators, said, who is wise? It's the one who's acquired the wisdom of Hashem's ways. And so uh, for me, it goes back to the idea that if we're going to talk about a subject that's controversial like this, and we're going to talk about the idea of sensitivity and compassion, then sure, sensitive sensitivity and compassion we should have, and approval, no. And I agree with you 100%, Rav Jor. I mean, look, I, I think it's crazy when people talk about these things. I say the same thing. It's winter. It's cold. Um, and it's hot during the summer. We had... We, we had snowstorms that were far worse when I was growing up, when I was a child in New York, than anything I've seen in recent years, or right. even the ones that you've seen in recent, recent <coughs> years. So, uh, you know, all of this nonsense of, uh, Being used. you know, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's like, why? Because now you need to have wind farms instead of electric, and you need to, in California, their electric grid is ready to fall apart where people are not even going to have power and all they can think about is now getting people to buy electric cars for for $90,000 when people can't even put food on their table. And you have gas prices that are five, four or $5. And so they bring them down to $3. And I told all my friends in the US, yeah, you watch, they'll bring gas prices down to $3, but your home heating oil that you're getting ready for in the winter is gonna go up two or three dollars to make up for the difference in the money that they're bringing down your gas prices. And that's exactly what happened. It's a it's a gigantic manipulation. It's like so, so, so clear that we're being manipulated. I think that we also need to ask ourselves practically, okay, so what there is to do about it. And I have a friend that in many, many situations is taking the radical route of fighting back like he wants to be out of the system he doesn't want to be registered he doesn't want to his name to appear nowhere like whatever he wants to go undercover and i'm telling him like it's uh, like it sounds it sounds nice like uh, i won't tell you it doesn't sound nice but there are many services there are many things that like your family they need and it's kind of uh, it's kind of risky you you need to learn how to walk between the drops you can not drop your truth but you cannot also drop your health and your children education and like certain things that are essential 
I um, also wanted to mention about the political um, explanation, I, uh, the explanation I give about the political situation in Israel. I am, um, I didn't came to say, I didn't intend to say that the left wing are causing the lie while the right wing are like purer than angels. Not at all. I think that the truth is balanced, like the word truth in Hebrew, emet. The first mm -hmm. letter in the word emet is the first letter in the Aleph Bet, it's Aleph Emet. And the letter Mem is the middle letter in the alphabet of Hebrew. And the letter Taf is the last one to show us the balance of truth. Truth is in the center. Truth is the connection to reality. Truth is not the right wing or the left wing. Truth is the real solution of how to deal with life issues. What are we really supposed to do on that issue, on that topic, on that matter, with that problem, with that difficulty? That is the path of the believers. That is the path of the truth seekers, of the ones who are seeking for the truth. Those are the ones that will find Hashem in their journey because the seal of Hashem is the seal of truth. And if you say the truth, even without having faith in the Maker, you're just being an honest person, in the end you will experience an illumination, a great shift because of that choice you made to connect yourself to the truth that will bring you closer and closer to Hashem, to the Maker of the universe. Means for the truth of the real existence of the Maker of the world to be revealed to you because of choosing your choices wisely to attach yourself to the truth and you will do tshuva, you will come back to Hashem based on those decisions. So right wing or left wing are no answers to attach a person to the truth. Oh yeah, I'm a Republican. Oh, I am a Democrat. Those are all nonsense. You can be the worst villain as a Republican and as a Democrat. It's all nonsense. You should be a person of truth. I just gave it as an example to a situation that happens here now in Israel that we see that people that has a certain agenda that are left-wing supporters are causing gigantic arguments and trying to cause real fights and riots in Israel as if someone took over the, the, the control, the leadership in Israel in a way that is not legal when it's a lie because all the elections were legal and the vote the, the, the voted with with their legs like came and, and put the notes and, and voted and everything went very very smoothly and right and nicely and now because they don't like certain decisions because they have a certain agenda they're starting to 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 protest and to call for like uh, like to rebel and to fight and like whatever like making up like causing noise causing noise and trying to to pull people to their side when in reality it's uh, it just promoting their own self agenda not attaching themselves to the true situation to what really goes on and and, uh, and and this is a scary thing when people allow themselves to drift away from the truth so badly to promote their own will 
and sometimes even based on their own fear and stress and not because they really understand even what they're doing some of the liars biggest liars were people that pushed been pushed based on their own fears to do horrible things because they were not able to handle their own um, lack of knowledge or or lack of courage to confront their fear the world can fall to very dark places because of uh, because of cowards because of people who are afraid we need to be very brave to, to to attach ourselves to the truth that is always balanced that is always in the center you know i have a an outlook it's just it's a personal outlook and i kind of think it helps to navigate how i look at other people how i deal with them um to me there are and you said it very clearly there is those who love truth and those who don't care or live in their own illusions. And uh, those two groups are vastly different. And I would say in the category of those who are honest and full of integrity and love truth, Democrat or Republican politics is set aside. There's not, it doesn't matter. You're right. There are three basic categories of humanity. There are, I would say the followers of Torah, the Jewish people, Number two, the B'nai Noach, who are the righteous, pious people of the nations who attempt to live at the highest level, whatever that is. And number three, there are people that are wandering around not knowing who they are, what they are. They don't know their identity. They're trying to assume identities of other people or other systems or other whatever. I'm not a man. I'm a woman. I'm not a woman. I'm a man. You know, there's one man that identifies as a five-year-old. He goes around and diapers and the bottle. I mean, just the t most twisted things that you can think of. Uh, look, I have no need to try to destroy that individual because not that I approve it, but I don't need to go tell them I approve of it. But at the same time, I have no reason to, to destroy them either because they're not trying to be righteous, pious people. They're not trying to be followers of a higher moral truth and the follower of uh, an idea of absolute divine purpose and everything. That's them. They don't want to follow it. They don't follow it. I don't have a need to destroy them. But the problem is in our Western society today, that group of people that are what I consider uh, misguided at best and Russia evil at worst. I don't know where they're at on the spectrum, but they're there. Those individuals are attempting to make humanity and the world in their own image. Why? Because they have not recognized that the world and creation was done so by purpose and for the purpose of Hashem to bring pleasure to the image he put on earth, which is man. And I sure wish that they could get it right, but I don't think that that is going to change. We're the ones that's going to have to change and to set things in order. Sure, we can drive an agenda and be in their face and protest against their ways of life. But I'm not even sure that that is necessary. People that are not following on, 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 a, on a level of integrity and truth are, are building houses of sand, not of stone. And it's going, it will wash away. We've just got to be patient enough and stay strong enough to know what we are founded on. And that is the truth. I just wish people that would listen to this podcast would ask themselves, am I following after 
an illusion of things that I think is true? Or am I following after things that I know are true? Because it is how stated you know? with an ancient how text. Do you know? How do I know? Oh. How do you know if what you think is what you think or that you know? Do you have an That's answer? That's a good question. Well, I have know? an answer, but I, I know. Care. Yeah, when, well, you, I know when do you know? <laughs> ah, when, when, when I discovered that the most ancient text uh, in, in the world today, the Hebrew scriptures, give a formula for mankind to live and that it has been successful for a people for well over 34, uh, 30, 33 or 3400 years, 3500 years, and has worked well. Uh, for people, it has been the basis of everything in every government throughout, uh, throughout the, the earth. And there is a side of truth that leads to goodness and purity. Uh, if it's true, it, uh, it, it's, it, it is true because it rings true within the Torah itself. And obviously my faith is in, in a one true God. So that's how I know it's true. Now, someone would say, ah, that's, that's your perspective of truth. But truth is this. It has to contain fact. It has to contain uh, information that is confirmable. And it has to be witnessed by a society that can show that it be true. Uh, my problem is, is we're living in a world where truth is your opinion. Truth is not my opinion. Truth, not uh, Michelson's opinion or Rob Roar's. Truth stands outside of ourselves. It is anchored in Mashiach and anchored in the knowledge of Hashem. I think, I think the, the issue is that there is no longer a concept of absolute truth anymore. Everything has sort of become subjective. Like, oh, that's true for you, but it's not true for me. No, friend, there are certain absolute truths in the world. Um, the creator of the universe is one of those absolute truths. The fact that he gave this wisdom is an absolute truth. And, and what I find is that the people who push this agenda or people who are pushing the idea of being politically correct, they do this at the expense of truth. They do it at the expense of honesty and they do it at the expense of morality. I'm reminded that um, I mentioned Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai before. So there's a famous Gemara um, where where he he's talking about the concept of the in the Torah talking about using equal weights and measures and not cheating somebody in business basically. And he says there, "Woe to me if I teach this, and woe to me if I don't teach this." And why does he say that? Because he says. If I teach it, then I might sort of uncover tip, tricks of the trade that, you know, thieves can use to, you know, to cheat their, you know, their customers. Uh, and if I don't teach it, then people come against me and say, oh, those rabbis, the, you know, the, the, these, these sages, you know, are ignorant on the concept that people, you know, cheat other people and people are thieves. And at the end of the day... He, he chose to do it. He chose to, you know, he, he didn't think of anything from the concept of political correctness. And what was the answer at the end of the day for why he did this? There was a suggestion by another rabbi that came and said the reason he did this 
was because of one of the verses from the prophet Hosea that says, for the ways of Hashem are straight, the righteous will walk in them and sinners will stumble over them. But from, from the concept of Rav Yochanan, he taught, what, what did he teach by teaching this concept and by teaching both? Was the idea that Hashem, God's absolute truth, has to be revealed without having any hesitation or any fear whatsoever. So this wisdom that we're talking about, this idea of, of the, the Torah, this, this holy text that, that you're talking about, Rod, we can't have a fear um, of, of being able to say what that truth is, because that is the ultimate and absolute truth for me. Agreed. That's good. That's good. So, um, what are we doing? Like, um, <laughs> practically, uh, people has opinions that are being affected by other people's speeches. Like, there can be a person who will listen to us now, and he will start like tilting towards our power of speech. And we'll then go to he his safe listen. space. He'll have to run to a safe space now. It's in in many ways we are all um, affected by by the voices that we hear around us by society we all feel that we want to be part of something wise people in intelligent people um their speeches their words um, we relate to them like a wise person a wealthy person like a wise a hero a wealthy person they have power to affect other people the the Gemara is telling us that so when those people are talking, when all those iconic figures are talking on, on, on social media, on media, people are moving towards their opinion. What will I do to keep myself in balance for me to be able to recognize the truth and not to fall to other people's agenda or mistakes? Ira. This is, I, well, I mean, one of the things that we're doing is we're doing this podcast. So in a way... In a way, there are people that know me, there are people that know you, Rav Jor, there are people that know Rod, and there are people that watch us that agree with us 100%. But the idea is that there might be that one person. How many times have you gotten messages from people that say to you, I never thought of this before, I just found you, somebody sent me a video, I watched it, I, in my life I never heard anything like this in my life. And, and that one person for you, you could be having the worst day, you know, personally, and then you get a message like that. So for me, at the end of the day, why are we doing controversial topics? It's not because we want numbers. It's not because we want to have, you know, a million views and we want to be the wo most well-known person. We are passionate about what we're talking about. And for me, at the end of the day, if one person, you know, hears what we have to say, and it at least gives them pause to think about it and maybe use some critical thinking, I think we've accomplished something. For me, it's also like you know, a I... life-saving operation. When we jump into those deep waters, I feel like we're like really fishing people out of chaos. It's, it really feels mm -hmm. that way. Yeah, Rod? I... Uh... <laughs> I really, really sometimes uh, struggle 
with the idea or with the concept that you had mentioned that we all can fall to the misinformation, the disinformation, the delusions, the 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 hype that goes on around us and everything in social media and uh i want to encourage people that are listening to us to wisen up um don't believe everything that you uh, read and hear to include us i would say challenge what you hear and go look for it yourself to find out that there is a truth there is a purity of thought in reality. And as we have, uh, you're going to give me the name of it, uh, the concept where there is, um, if there is one direction going on in the world, God sends the counterbalance to that. What is the, What's the Hebrew concept for that? Do you remember? Uh, for example, uh, in the world right now, there is so much misinformation and misguided uh, propaganda going on, but we have to remember the counter to that is that we're living in a uh, an awakening, a revolution of thought in many people's minds. Whether you're African, Israeli, American, European, whomever you are, there are people waking up and realizing there's something wrong with this. There has to be a higher truth. There has to be a higher connection. There must be a divine controller of all things. What is the answer? Well, I'm going to tell you, the answer is not going to be found in your TikTok or your Facebook. The answer is going to be honestly and truthfully seeking illumination and divine guidance within yourself. That's the only way it's going to come. And, you know, I, I, I appreciate all the social media. I use it myself. But at the same time, about 99.9% of it is pure entertainment and, and, uh, and, and laughter. The rest of it is mental it's absolutely mental and so i want to encourage people to hear our voices and know that it is really interesting to live on this side of the veil and there are a lot of people like you rob drawer and rob michelson there are hundreds of thousands of people living on this side of that veil and we can see clearly even though we may not understand everything that's going on in society, we don't understand, is it a conspiracy? Is it not a conspiracy? Was it UFOs? Is it Chinese balloons? Uh, is there a Star Wars going to happen? It doesn't matter. It's immaterial. Absolutely immaterial to those of us that is behind this curtain. We all know that on the other side of that curtain is a great wizard going, don't look behind this curtain. Beyond the matrix. Yes, we're telling you to break out of your matrix of delusional, illusional thinking and start embracing honesty and purity and love for humanity and also a deep desire to know Hashem. So, yeah. do you hear me? Because I, my, yes. my, my screen is, um, is, is frozen. I don't know why, but... Uh, no, we can you hear you. Oh, we can, we can hear and see you. Okay, great. So for my, my end, it's uh, just it looks that way. Ira, you wanted to say something? No, no, no. I, I didn't know if you wanted to help, if you wanted to keep going. No, I um, I wanted to I wanted to say one thing. I think that um, like from my own personal experience, I want to share um, that I'm finding it a little bit complex. Like the search for truth 
is a bit complex because one person can say that's the truth and someone else can contradict him with the complete opposite opinion and claim for it to be the truth like right. the question who is the real messiah okay so one can say this is him and i don't doubt it and i searched it and i learned about it investigated made all what rod said and i i like more than that i searched i prayed i came to that answer and you rod gonna stand in front of him i'm gonna tell him i'm sorry you're wrong like i i believe the total opposite maybe not you someone else will stand and say listen listen i investigated i learned i opened books i went to big scholars i consulted with experts i prayed i cried tears of of fire you don't know what i went through from hell he saved me and no one else what you're gonna do how are you gonna tell those right. two people who no. cares so can, can, can i say this the truth seeker cares because he wants the truth a third person will come and say i want to hear you you're an honest person right. i want to hear you it sounds to me like you're an honest person as well but me i don't want to be like you or like you i want the truth and what the hell is the truth yeah you know why i said who cares it's no, not because it's not because i don't care i say who cares because when when i went through that myself okay on that question when i looked at the 13 principles of faith of rambam that we follow in judaism of the 13 the concept of mashiach is number 12. And if you look at what the Rambam talks about in the Mishnah Torah and Hilchot Melachim Vemelchama and the idea of the, the you know the, the laws of the kings and the wars, he says that that focusing on the concept of Mashiach is is so I'm paraphrasing, but in a way he makes it sound like it's it's not so important that that really it doesn't, he said it doesn't lead to the love or nor awe. Of Hashem by focusing on who the Mashiach is. I just had some quick thought that I really want to share, and just for okay, you, please, Ira, it's like please. very interesting, ex exactly on what you said. You said, Who cares? And then you mentioned number 12 in the 13 principles of faith. Who is a word in Hebrew as well? How are you going to write who? Hey, Vav Aleph. Hey, vav. Right. Numeral right. value of the word Hey, Vav hey, Aleph is 12. 12. It's 12. <laughs> hey, is 5, Vav is 6, and 1 is 12. Right. So, Baruch Hashem, nice. we do have a confirmation from above. When you see those signs, you can know that Hashem is with you. When you see the support of heavens, maybe it's also an answer to that question I said. When you see that the path of your life is being supported by the maker of the universe, you see great supervision that is supporting, you right. see success in your prayers being answered, and you see happiness growing in your heart, and you find yourself that, that you're going on a successful route. So those are definitely great signs for you to know that you are choosing the truth. Thank so you. Here, here's, yeah, please. So Rabbi, I, I've got to throw this one more in because you, you did it. It's your fault, not mine. It's your fault. Listen, Thank we all want to know, we, we all want to know truth. And you said it, you're right. Some people couldn't know truth. They came up and hit them in the tukas, right? But it's not so much that I should know everything. 
I don't need to know everything. I just need to have a desire for truth. That's that what's... is the thing. That's... When someone comes to me and says, well, I received an epiphany on a mountain and a light bolt of light and struck me in the head. And now Who I have cares? all this wisdom. Who, Who cares? cares? <laughs> it's okay. That's fine. But I want to know, I want to know what's true. And if I don't understand it, I will one day. But and what is who in your deal? And what is who in Hebrew? He, he cares. He cares. So, <laughs> so I, I just wanted to to complete from my end those wonderful words you just said, Rod. That um, I intended intended to say that um, when a person wants to know the truth and to find it, sometimes it still cannot be found. It's still covered and not it's accessible. Elusive. Yeah. So what you should do in that point, when you desire the truth, you should ask yourself, am I, what are my motives? Am I seeking for the truth or am I running away from my fears or I'm chasing success or whatever? If you found yourself seeking for the truth, you should be confident that the truth is being found by you, being found by you, because Hashem is close to everyone who calls Him with truth. So Amen. if your search is a search of truth, you are finding it. Even if it's not clear that it is it, you are definitely on the right path of finding it. And it will find you. Right. It already did. It will find yes, you. It already did. So or else you wouldn't be here. All right. Rod, tell us. Yes. Nativ Online is a fantastic place to study. If you are not Jewish and you're wanting to study some of the most intricate concepts of Jewish wisdom and the Torah, this is the place to go. Nativeonline.org is a Noahide learning channel. However, we do have plenty of different levels of observance of Jews that come into the class. We have Orthodox rabbis that are our teachers. You cannot miss it. Go to nativeonline.org. We'd love to hear from you. And Rob Drew, I really appreciate you and Rob Michelson giving me the opportunity to come on and bump my gums with you guys. It was not the same without you. It was not complete. Thank you for joining us. You're definitely oh, part of this uh, wonderful triangle that will not be cut and break easily. Baruch Hashem, emuna.com, the great website of, of, of ours. It's an amazing, amazing um, outlet. It's uh, like an, an island of hope. It's a great place to land. You have thousands of inspirational videos, amazing content about meditation, about Kabbalah, about Halakha, about way of life, about perspective, about sanity, about finding your way in life, about coming back to your senses and being normal and faithful and attached to Hashem. This is our website. We have the new book, Return to Your Root, and many other books and children books, and in many languages as well translated. Um, that's it. We have a lot to offer. And if you want to learn more about Kabbalah and how science and Kabbalah interacts, this is my book, The Science of Kabbalah, that you can find on Amazon. You can also find more content from me on kabbalahproject.com. One word, no spaces, kabbalahproject.com. And, and speaking of, uh, of um, speaking of amuna.com and all the things that are available there, I think, you know, um, I, I don't know if I should tease it or not, but Rav Jor and I have been uh, talking about 
adding some new content soon. So God willing, we'll be doing that as well. Some new content. Uh, Amazing stuff. Some Mizzle. of our listeners working together again. Amazing stuff. Please join us next week, same time, same day. And may Hashem answer all our prayers in grace and loving kindness. Amen. 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 Be well, everyone. See you next week.